the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Friday. That is a good thing. Uh, after four hours of sleep, I'm awake and ready to go again this morning. If you were at the town hall last night, it was a great town hall. That's all I can say. It was very, very good. It was a lively. It got into being a lively debate in parts of it, and uh, I hope that you either got to be there. And uh, or you got to watch it on my Facebook page or the station's uh, website, or you, of course, got to uh, hear it on the radio. Uh, It'd be interesting to talk to people. We won't get to do this, but it would be great to do some background and see how people reacted who watched it versus people who just heard it. That would be very and see if it still carries the same weight that it did back when they started that kind of thing back with Nixon and Kennedy, and uh, the people who listened to the debate thought Nixon won, and the people who uh, watched it thought Kennedy had won, and that's when everybody realized that pictures had such a heavy impact on how people uh, responded to these. Uh, Our next uh, town hall is going to be on April 7th. That will be for Attorney General. We're looking forward to that. Tickets are on sale already. I suggest that you get your tickets because after the first one and and everybody, I had a lot of people text me saying, man, if I knew it was going to be like that, I would have definitely been there. Well, don't miss out on the next one. Again, April 7th, got time to get uh, get your ticket. You go to 1011fmtheanswer.com and um you know, order your ticket. That's uh, an easy thing to do. It's $10 to get in. After people saw uh, how nice the Agape Family Life Center was, where we did this last night, had several people tell me, I understand why you charge $10 so that you could pay for this. Well, it made sense, I thought. Uh, Pretty easy to understand that People don't just give their buildings up and have people show up and run sound and do lights and all kinds of things and set up and it not cost you anything. So uh, that's what that $10 is for. And we appreciate everybody who came last night uh, to the show. And I just thought it was great. I really did. I've been wanting to do this for 20 years. Seriously, 20 years. And uh, I've been fought by uh, big corporations, uh, Salem uh, has decided that this is something that we wanted to do, and it is. Uh, it was. It, I thought it was a resounding success uh, last night. All the candidates enjoyed it. Uh, the audience enjoyed it. Got people who 
who uh, contacted me, who listened or watched on Facebook. They liked it. And uh, I'm sure it's on the Facebook now that you can go seek, seek it out and watch it uh, if you didn't get to see it. And you should because a lot of interesting things came out during that uh, town hall. I can't tell you. I had Jason Raper came up to me afterwards and he looked at me. And he said, this should been done all the time. And I, and I agree. And look, and Jason was probably, you know, he was, uh, what was it? He said, they said that when everybody's attacking you, when you're over the target, you take a lot of flack. That's, <laughs> that was his statement. And he took a lot of flack last night. So did Doyle Webb. He took a lot of flack last night. Uh, but the, the person who took the most flack, to be honest with you, was the person who didn't show up. And that was our Attorney General, Leslie Rutledge, who wants to be your uh, Lieutenant Governor. And she couldn't find the time to do it. And I was approached by several people uh, there from different areas of the state who told me she's not been showing up at many uh, events to answer questions uh, from uh, the voters. And I find that sad, to be honest. I just find that sad. Uh, Lastly, don't forget... Town Hall at SalemLR.com. I would like to have more questions uh, for the uh, the folks. We had seven for this last one. I added one in to give us a total of eight. Uh, and so, you know, I want you to be part of this. This is what everybody says. They want to be part of this. If I could get up and ask these guys something, here's what I'd ask them. Well, here, here's your opportunity. You know, you might you might put it in and and it it be uh, you know real aggressive and maybe I'll soften it just a little bit, but we'll ask the questions. I promise you, we will ask your question again. That's Town Hall at SalemLR dot com. Look, I'm a big person that you show respect. Anybody who runs for office, you show them respect because. Uh, you know, they got into the arena, the part of the battle. All right, Chris Corbett is with us today. I haven't seen uh, Robert yet uh, call in. I'm expecting him to. Chris, how are you this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Good morning. And I am I missed the town hall. I can't wait to go back. Twitter was lit up. Twitter was loving it. Oh, were they really? The folks were, oh, yeah, man, it was wonderful. They were they were just reacting. Some of the, the current sending legislators were reacting. Said, this is a fantastic debate. Getting lively. I read so many posts, and I, I couldn't get to it. Well, it got lively. I I'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. what, Chris, uh, there, there's one of the candidates, Chris uh, uh, Beckett, he got up there and called uh, – uh, state Senator uh, Jason Raybert, a gutless coward. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, it got crazy at times. It really did. I was, I was just sitting there, and Alan Kerr and I were sitting down there. He's asking questions. I, I had to use the air horn a couple of times, and uh, did you? yeah, and it, it, we just looked at each other like. Wow, wasn't expecting this. <laughs> nice. Well, you know what? The, the, these candidates are passionate. Yes, they, they are. They got things to say. Yep. And and make some points. Well, I tell you I'm what. I'm going to go back and watch it. Is it still on your Facebook? I, I yeah. can't wait. As far as I know, okay, wonderful. you should be able to go wonderful. watch okay. it. 
And uh, if you watch it, share it with people. Okay. Make sure you share it. Because, you know, for I'm going to tell you what, for an office that most people say uh, is just like vice president of the United States. And I forget which candidate said that being vice president, like having a job with a warm bucket of spit. uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bottom line, uh, it wasn't that last night. I'm just telling you, it was not that last night. My takeaway analogy. I'm going to tell you my takeaway last night is this. I know the three candidates that I'm still wanting to hear more from before I make my decision, but there's three candidates that I totally decided I can't support them. All right, so I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not going to say who it is. That's what it. That's what it's for. That's exactly what that's for. Exactly. People need to know what what the candidates are thinking and um you're, you're right about people listening versus people watching the, the the image that came up when you talked about nixon was the sweat on the top of his lip <laughs> well that and the that five that up. really bad five o'clock shadow it looked like he hadn't shaved all day long and the bottom line is he had shaved just two hours prior to the uh, yeah. uh the debate but he he had a really he had a bad five o'clock channel. What can I tell you? All right, Robert you know Steinbach. By the way, go ahead. Go, ahead. go on. No, no, you finish no, up. And what it is, you know, you get to know their personality. You're going to get to see how they're going to stand up on the floor of the legislature and make a point. Yeah, right? you get to see, you get to know them. Hey, what are these people made of? Do they just lose their cool? Are they going to make some uh, some nice points? Are they going to uh, get up there and in the thirty seconds or two minutes they have make a logical point and then shut up? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Chris Beckett was the most aggressive on the stage. Okay. And I, right, right. And, and then it would be between Greg uh, Bledsoe and uh, Joseph Wood, of who was, I thought, kept her cool very well up on the stage. Right. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, kind of, it's kind of fun to watch people under pressure, how they're going to react uh, with all of this. It is. Just to be honest. It is. All right, well, let's welcome our buddy. Oh, by the way, some people were, came up to me and said, I, we're so glad you have Chris Chris uh, Corbett on every Friday. He's such a great guy. He's such a great conservative. <laughs> so uh, they they listen to you on well, the show. They listen to you on thank the show. You, Good morning, Mr. Robert Steinbach. How are you today? To you and say good things about me. Well, I... I <laughs> Hadn't got hadn't got to it. I was waiting. If you didn't show up in the first half hour, you'd got the, the same cold shoulder I'll be giving the Leslie Rutledge. Oh, well, there you go. Well, people have <laughs> got to show up. You know, you you raise a very important point, Dave. Democracy only works with information, and in in elections, the way we get that information uh, is amongst other things through these town halls. And so my question to you, Dave, is when are we doing the town hall for District 73 and District 55? I know two folks that are running for those positions. Well, I can tell you the people who are running for those positions, we'll see if we can get the other candidate to come in and sit inside the studio. And uh, we'll do a two-hour debate on the air. How's that? I'm ready to do it today. Let's get it done. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We'll see if we can't. Yeah, we can't make uh, excuse me make that happen. I got to tell you, Terrific. my my voice is kind of freaking out because the Bradford pear trees are starting to bloom, and when that happens, 
I can get up in the morning and not have a voice at all. I don't know what it is wow. about that pollen, but it, it gives me problems. All right. You're talking, wow. you talking about that dead catfish smell. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Ugh, I hate those trees. All right. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. They are not the most fragrant trees. I agree. But they are sure no. pr- They are so pretty when they're all in bloom. They are. They're really beautiful trees. All right. Let's get a break. Chris and uh, Robert will be back. I'll introduce them both to you when we get back to the Dave Ellswick Show. But again, thank you for coming last night. Thank you for watching on uh, Facebook. Thank you for listening. It was an outstanding first town hall. It really, really was. Uh, Don't forget about David Lucas Financial and what they're uh, uh, talking to you about. They're going to teach you how to get out there and invest in silver and gold. Buying silver and gold is not like just going to buy any other stock. I think uh, Elon Musk uh, Musk would would say that as well. Uh, Bottom line, uh, you can learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, uh, your IRA, your your 401k, all that hard-earned money that you've put away for your retirement. All you got to do is call 501-222-3315. Uh, the folks at David Lucas Financial work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you get direct prices from the dealer that you can trust. So right now, if you want to learn about buying silver and gold, the number to call is 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial an Arkansas registered investment advisor. Well, if you were at the uh, town hall last night, you understand that uh, tag that we use, your voice, your vote, because uh, all of the questions but one came from you. So that's your voice. And then as you hear all those answers that you got, that's how you decide your vote. I hope you don't decide your vote on, well, you know, I've known that guy forever. And I'm going to vote for him. No, that's not just because you know somebody, just because you're really good friends with somebody doesn't mean that they're going to be the person that you want to put into a very responsible government, governmental position. Understand that. All right, let's continue on. Robert Steinbach is with us. Mr. Steinbach is, of course, a law professor at the Bowen School of Law, and uh, he his opinions are is alone and do not reflect the school and do not reflect those of the uh, university to which they are attacked, attached. He's also, of course, a, a, a lawyer here in the state of Arkansas. Chris Corbett is here, and Chris has got a lot of people who love him. I'm going to tell you, I heard about him last night at the, uh, at the town hall. And bottom line, uh, he is a practicing attorney. He's a son of Arkansas. And uh, he is from the Conway area. And uh, you you can't do much better than Chris Corbett if he takes up your case. And Corbett Steinbach, that's some team, I got to tell you. I wouldn't want to be taking them on, just to be honest with you. All right, let's uh, continue on. And Robert, did you get to see any of it last night, any of the town hall? I did not. I teach uh, on Thursday night. Ah, okay. uh, so I was, uh, otherwise, I would have been there. It was um, fantastic. It really, really I actually was. Heard, I heard from folks about it, and I heard nothing but positive um, comments. I mean that. And, and, and what I mean is not 
Oh, I liked everyone. No, no. People say, I like this person. I didn't think the other person did so well, etc. My point simply is, as I mentioned before the break, democracy thrives with information. All right. And democracy dies with a lack of information and with misinformation, with fake news, as some people aptly call it. So your service to the community is invaluable because we're a small state. Folks can't afford to put these things on themselves. We need some coordinating function, and you serve that function. And of course, you've served it for years. You report from the Capitol as well. I don't know why this is turning into a Dave Ellswick commercial, but you know that I'm a huge <laughs> fan. But my point simply is that people need to take advantage of these opportunities that you are presenting because they don't exist elsewhere. Yes, you can go to Facebook pages and you can see discussions, that kind of thing. That provides some information. I recommend that to folks for all the candidates, not for any one, but for everyone. But the ability to hear a debate live or recorded, but meaning two people or more talking to each other about the issues in front of an audience, taking questions, is unsurpassed in its value. We need more of that, and we need candidates to show up, and we don't need people who are cowards, who are unwilling to debate, and we see that. I'm not pointing any individual, but watch. Watch as we yeah. months and see who shows up and who don't. Well, and I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. We had an empty seat on stage. and Did uh, you? Yeah. yeah there was somebody that was supposed to be there and didn't come. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and and she has to she has to explain that. And she's going to be asked, I'm sure, by a lot of people now to explain why she didn't come and, mm-hmm. and take and take part in this. By the way, while I have a moment, let me thank Heidi because she worked extra hours yesterday, uh, got the, the show on the, the radio and got it got it running and did a great job. My thanks to Agape Church. Uh, they, we, we got a clean signal, a very clean signal, not only, uh, on the, uh, the radio, but also for the Facebook. That was, uh, uh, great. They did a fantastic job of setting all the things up at the site and the venue. It was wonderful as far as that sound was perfect. I mean, it was superlative. It was great. Uh, Steve Marston, who does the morning show at our sister station, the fish, uh, did a lot of work as far as making sure the sound was good. Did a great job on that. He was there all night long as well. And then uh, to Lynn and Sloan, part of our sales team here, uh, they've done a fantastic job. Lynn works unceasingly, I believe, uh, here at the radio station, and she did a great job. So it wasn't just a Dave Ellswick show, let me tell you what. I just had to do a little bit last night. All I had to do is welcome everybody and then blow the horn uh, when people were going over. And there, and, there, and, there, and there was only one, there was only one candidate and I, I used the four times on him, <laughs> but he, he figured out, he, he figured out, I think by the time we got to the end that uh, he'd look down and he'd see me pick it up and he'd, he'd wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good because it was loud. How loud was it on the air, Heidi? Was it pretty loud when I when I blew the horn? Did you hear that horn go off? Yeah, you could hear it in the background. She said so. That's the people who were there at the site. They were like, "Oh man, yeah." Alan Kerr asked me, "Don't pl- point it at my head." 
All right. He says, I want my hair to still be combed the same direction as I came instead of it blowing it. Howard's hair is always perfectly combed, so yeah, I can I know. understand why he particularly mentioned that. <laughs> he, he was good last <laughs> day. He really was. Guys, Alan has a head of hair that, that belongs on television. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of things to talk about, but a, a story came up today. I mean, it, it broke today on my, my feed. I, I got a lot of different conservative sites that feed me stories and stuff. I sent this story to you all uh, as on your emails. Did you read the story about the representative in Maryland and the other Maryland Democrats that are supporting them that allow you a 28-day period after your child is born to whether you want it to live or die? Are you sure this is not a joke? It's not a I joke. I mean it sincerely. you sure this is not it like is, onion or something? No, it's not. It, I thought the same thing. It's a true, right? it is a, hey, I've said that it was going, it, this was going to happen. Look, I talked about there's hospitals and they call it compassionate care. And if a child is born and they think that it's going to have problems in life, and maybe they can't save it. It's going to die fairly soon or whatever. They put, Here's their idea of compassionate care. They put the child on a metal gurney, put a blanket over it, and then let it pass away. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Dave Ellswick with you. Robert Steinbach with you. Of course, Chris Corbett is with you. We'll get back to talking about the issues of the day in just a second. I want to remind you about East End Towing. You need a tow? You know, you want somebody to come out that knows what to do? Somebody who knows no matter what the situation that you're in, that they can handle it for you, tow you, make sure everything goes correctly, then it's East End Towing. Uh, you can call them at 501-888-8849. Their number again, 501-888-8849. They belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They are licensed and insured. And by the way, don't let anybody tow your car that is not insured. And that all of their trucks are permitted. That's East End Towing. That number one more time, 501-888-8849. 636 on a Friday First day of spring coming up next Sunday. That'll be our first day of spring. But remember, this weekend, spring forward on your clock. You got to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning Sunday and uh, turn all of your clocks up one hour. You're going to be doing that, right, Robert? I'm starting early. I've decided to start today, you see, and I'm going to switch all my clocks and people say, but, but you're, you're now a week off on all of your scheduled events. I said, I don't care. I'm doing it now. How about you, Chris? Do you wake up at two o'clock in the morning to change your clock? No, I'm sleeping at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Uh, that's, that's, I, I got to tell you, it's the greatest thing about cell phones and clocks now is the ones that advance themselves automatically. It takes a lot of the, the hassle out of it. Uh, but I, I know there's going to be a lot of people that show up uh, late <laughs> on Sunday to church. It's always, 
it always happens. So anyway, uh, remember that, that uh, you, you spring forward, and yes, we'll all suffer for the first three days of next week. Because instead of feeling like I'm getting up at 4, it's going to feel like I'm getting up at 3. And 4 o'clock is hard enough. All right, so let's go back to that story I was mentioning about up in Maryland. Unbelievable. I've, I've said all along, what's the difference between killing a child in the womb? Because here's what, what the, the left will say, the progressives say, the pro-death people will say, is that, well, you know, uh, they should the, the mother should be able uh, to have an abortion because the the child can't live un- unless the uh, the mother allows it to. And I said, well, then why don't we extend that to about four years old? Because those kids got to be taken care of. They can't take care of themselves. They can't feed themselves. They can't go out to work and make the money to give food and things of that nature. So uh, I, that arbitrary argument is so, so weak. When people start thinking of it, it's ridiculous. And here we are now, and we got some we got some people in Maryland now that I'll give you this much they they got they got the cojones uh, to bring it up and say for twenty eight days, uh, if you want to return to Cinder, I guess you can. Well, Dave, well, look, the broader and, point uh, is the critical one. I was speaking with Jerry Cock uh, from Family Council just the other day, and this notion that the left, or at least some on the left, uh, have adopted, uh, no pun intended, by the way, uh, that uh, uh, that somehow the ability of the infant to uh, survive uh, without any other human intervention is a relevant standard, uh, would allow you to kill a child up to, say, I don't know, several years old. Yep. By the way, on the other end. Uh, people who are elderly and in need of additional care. As you know, Dave, uh, I took care of my mother during her t- last two years of life. Yeah, you, uh, need, you, and, you, you need to be highly commended for that. Well, thank you. It's kind. I, I did it out of love and, and commitment, and, and it was a lot of work in one respect and zero work in another respect because you don't call the thing that you do uh, out of love and compassion work. Um, and uh, I could not have looked at myself, and I could not have imagined not doing what I did, frankly. In any event, this is not a, a, an attempt to applaud myself. Uh, I do plenty of that uh, elsewhere. Uh, this, my, my point simply is that uh, um, towards the end, uh, my mother couldn't do uh, virtually anything for herself, um, and the notion that y- you could simply killer and people believe in that by the way some of these uh, northern european countries are really quick right about the uh, assisted suicide you know i think one can have a debate about assisted suicide what one can't do is is look at those models from some of those european countries where they're wheeling they're wheeling grandma into the assisted suicide and she's saying no uh so they're really quick to do this and this is what happens when you don't value life, when you start to diminish life, well, a baby life is not important. An old person life is not uh, uh, important. Another type of person's life is not important. It's very quick for some of these lefties to start writing off uh, what they think is consequential life. And it's really 
it's really remarkable and disgusting and really kind of ironic when the left then comes forward and tells you, oh, you know, you, uh, you don't value this group or you don't value that group because the left likes to falsely, falsely accuse conservatives of being racist or any other ist that is uh, and of course it's not true uh, there are racists out there conservative and and leftist alike uh, but conservatives as a whole are not uh, conservatives value life value the individual value humanity uh, i i agree chris so l- let's get your yeah, thoughts on well, this that, that standard he's talking about is whether or not the fetus can survive outside the womb and it's a it's a terrible standard and so now they're taking that that premise or this rule as well. If it can't survive by itself, then it's not alive. It's illogical, immoral, and it's it's criminal. It's evil, and um, it just can't be. It cannot. You cannot take that standard and make it stand up on its own. And and what this this extension of that premise out of uh, Maryland's just. It's abominable. I can't. I mean, I, when I read the article you sent, Dave, it, it gave me. It, it just made me feel terrible. Get, made the hair stand up on the back of my neck like what? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's unbelievable because, as Robert said, if it can apply uh, to a newborn child, it can apply to an er- elderly child. It can apply to a person that they've uh, said, "Oh, you got cancer. You got two years to live. You might as well just go ahead and die." I mean, look, Lamb, the the former governor of Colorado, this is years ago. This was in the 80s when he said that elderly people should just be like leaves. Uh, When uh, the fall of your life comes, you should detach from the tree and die, go back to the soil, and uh, you should use the, the soil can give up your nutrients for the rest of the live people. I mean, this is a... I've talked about this a lot, about uh, there's only so much money we have for services. And when the government controls health care, when insurance companies control health care, they control those decisions. I'm just, those decisions are made. They've, they've got, you know, panels at hospitals, and they've got to decide, does this person get this treatment because if we give them this treatment, this person over here, who, by the way, is only 25 years old, has three children and a wife, and uh, you, by the way, or are 75 or 80 years old, and you've lived your life, should we use those resources on you or on that 25-year-old? Those decisions are being made now in hospitals, you know? It's, well, Dave, it's going on. I got to tell you, uh, I've seen it. When I brought my mother into the hospital, not everyone, but I've seen some people say, oh, do you want a DNR, right? Do not resuscitate. And there are circumstances in which people want a DNR. So it's not, but they're real quick to offer that when you bring in an elderly patient. You don't even know what's wrong with her yet. And you're ready to DNR her. Do not resuscitate her. Easy with the do not resuscitate. You know, it's like showing up at McDonald's and the first thing they say is, you don't want a burger, do you? Well, I'm at McDonald's. I kind of want a burger. I'm at the hospital. I kind of want care. I didn't show up for no care. So easy with the do not resuscitate. But that is this mindset that I'm talking about. Disposable people. And who thinks this way? 
the progressives, unfortunately, not all, but too many of them think that way. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I hope people have these these discussions around the dinner table because that's the way you teach your your young people to have a value for life is when you talk about this and say this is not right and explain why it's not uh, not uh, right to to do what these legislators evidently want. I don't think it's going to pass, but I'm going to pay attention and see what happens. And if any of them give a speech, I will get a copy of it. I promise you I will have a copy of that to uh, put it on uh, on the air. All right, so when we come back, uh, let's talk about uh, President Biden. Uh, back in 2019, he told a, a campaign o- audience that he was going to get rid of fossil fuels. He's been trying to do that since he started his uh, time in the White House. But now that uh, we're starting to to reap, uh, you know, from his decisions, he wants to say, no, the gas prices, the only reason that they're going up is because of Putin. Well, that's just a flat-out lie, and we'll talk about it when we come back yesterday, I paid three eighty nine a gallon uh, for gas. I could have paid higher, but I happened to find a place that was about eight cents cheaper. Okay, quick break. Then we come back. Robert Steinbach with us, as well as Chris Corbett. Don't forget about our uh, good friends at ICU Protection. You need protection now. Another another homicide last night here in the area. Uh, you're going to want to have some protection for your home and for your business. And uh, Billy Mack does a great job. He charges you for the service, not for the hardware. Keep that in mind. He charges for the service and not for the hardware. You want cameras? You can get cameras uh, from uh, ICU uh, protection. And now they use analytics to determine what is out there around your house that's setting off your alarm. It, it, it's going to tell you if it's a person, an animal, a car, or just a gust of wind. It'll let you know. And you can bring it up on your your uh, you know smartphone, and you can look at the pictures on your smartphone and see what's going on as well. So give Billy Mack a call, 501-205-1333. Get cost-effective alarm security and monitoring for your home and your business with ICU protection. All right, so let's get back. uh, Before we get into talking about the president, let me just ask you guys about the vice president in Poland yesterday. Unbelievable. This woman is one heartbeat away from being president, and she's asked the question, what's the United States, how are we going to help with uh, the refugees that are going into Poland and she laughs, and, and a friend in need is a friend indeed. I mean, come on. What, what Ooh, kind of answer is that? I missed her. I lied, missed her comments, but, um, yeah, she's not a, a, a star in the, in the sky on foreign policy. I don't know what the heck she's doing over there. Well, she's not a star in, the- in domestic policy. Look at how she's <laughs> reacted down on the border, down in the south. Uh, apparently we're spending more on the help Ukraine protect their border than we are protecting our own border. Yeah. Oh, blurb. $14 billion spent by America to protect Ukraine's border. 
And what are we doing for our border, Mr. and Ms. President? I agree. I agree. That she she is such a a cup of weak tea. It is um and then she she no, laughed. She sat a, there and yeah, laughed about it. it. She was I saw her promoting green green energy. No, of course. Came up. Of I course. Mean, green energy. But you know, I, Dave, I got a quick comment on the, the price of wool and all that. Yeah. And these, these these green wackos. My son's going into engineering, and he asked me the question, Hey, Dad, you know, I, I'm kind of thinking about petroleum engineering. Are, are we going to have oil in the future? I was like, yes, we're having oil in the future. We're <laughs> yeah, not going to have like electric have electric jets, okay? You're not going to have jet planes <laughs> burning um, some sort of Tesla motor. Um, you're going to have jet fuel. You're going to have there's a, a 6,000 items produced with a barrel of oil. oil. Uh, let me just name a few. Ballpoint pens, football cleats, insecticides, perfume, shoe polish, food preservatives, cortisone, pantyhose, uh, ice cube trays, electric blankets. These are just products that are produced from a uh, you know a 42-gallon barrel of oil. And to think that oil is going away is crazy. Uh, they've got you know, this 2030 uh, proposal that all cars produced by 2030 will be electric. No, because... The grid can't handle. If everybody plugged in their electric car right now across the nation, you couldn't turn your heat and air on. That's a fact. It ain't happening. The grid just can't do it. I've done the calculations, and and the price of gas has got to come down. The price of gas is way too high. It affects everything. Now, I make fun of people that drive across the, uh, at least I used to, make fun of people that drive across the city for, for a nickel of gas. And if you do the math... To drive across the city, based on a nickel difference, costs you about sixty-five bucks a year. That's one tank a week for fifty-two weeks, right? A right. Nickel. But if that price goes up a couple bucks, now we're talking twenty-four hundred to thirty-six hundred dollars a year. We're talking um, a significant a boat payment. We're talking two or three hundred dollars a month in difference from where Trump was in office, a dollar ninety, two dollars. To now, we're talking thirty six hundred bucks from two fifty to four fifty. Well, let's let's, let's let's look at this inflation. Yeah. Let's move away from gas and talk about inflation okay. oh, of yeah. food and things of that nature is costing the average American family two hundred and ninety six dollars a month. Rob, I mean Dave, yeah, a month, one hundred percent on it. A let me month. Tell you, let me tell you what happens. Gas has to go in those tractors in the farm. Gas has to go into production. Uh, my, my, my family's company, the Block Company, it, th- to fill those diesel trucks up with gas costs a lot of money and deliver those concrete blocks. It's crazy how much the price of gas affects everything across the board. Food, domestic products, medicine, everything. Yeah, it's got to be handled. Hey, go on, go on Amazon and uh, bring up the tires that you put on your car and see how high they've gone now. There you go, rubber. That's exactly right. That's petroleum-based well, product. But, Dave, here's the problem. Here's one of the primary problems we have in Arkansas, and this is why we need legislators, and there are plenty of them who've thought about this issue, but we have been unable to do anything about it. Legislators... <clears throat> whose primary concern is the average citizen, right? It's not the the rich guy. It's not big business. It's the average citizen. And here's the problem I'm going to tell you. 
we pay 25 cents per gallon, per gallon of gasoline every time we uh, go to the gas station. That's state taxes. That's not federal taxes. Those are on top. And 25 cents a gallon in state taxes on our gasoline puts us at the top of the whole region. So we are, again, again, the most taxed people in the entire region. What are we, Massachusetts here? It's absurd <laughs> how much. And, and then yeah. you hear, from, oh, you see, what are we going to do? We need that money to pay for the highway. Put aside, by the way, that we just imposed a permanent tax, sales tax, of a half cent per dollar for everything you buy in Arkansas in the Constitution uh, to go to highways. Apparently, we also, according to them, need the money from this tax. Let me tell you, we've got, we don't have a tax uh, a problem. We have a spending problem. Yep. Spend less there on all go. of these make-believe programs that you're doing and spend it on highways and spend it on safety and security and you will have plenty of money. That's what we need to do. We have too many pet projects. We have too much uh, pork barrel going on, and that's why we are overtaxed. Hey, did you guys hear about that $1.5 trillion that was passed in the dead of night last night by our uh, our uh, our Democratic friends up in Washington, D.C.? Mr. Who was it? Yep. trillion dollars and here's something a lot of people don't know and i want to bring this up real quick and then we got about one minute and that is they've brought back earmarks in other words they can go in there and get their own pet you know projects financed uh and hang them on on it like a christmas tree it's unbelievable what the democrats are doing up there in our nation's capital okay guys let's take a break we're going to be joined by a a friend of ours uh at the beginning of seven o'clock just for a few minutes he wants to talk a little bit about uh what happened last night at uh, agape and that is going to be uh, uh doyle webb he's going to come on he's running of course for lieutenant governor he was part of the lieutenant governor town hall he's going to talk a little bit about that and don't forget six o'clock I expect to see you uh, at this uh, Steinbach. And you too, Chris Corbett, will have our our night salute to Israel at Agape Church. Six o'clock, get there a little bit early to guarantee yourself a seat. So Dave Ellswick's show, stick around with me. I got more coming your way in just a few moments.
All right, let's get to it. Final hour of the Dave Ellsworth Show for this week. It's a Friday edition, and we're happy to have you along for the ride today. We got Chris Corbett on with us, practicing attorney from Conway, son of Arkansas, as well as Robert Steinbach, a law professor from over at Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone, and not necessarily that of the school of law or the uh, you know school it's attached to. But he is also a practicing attorney here in uh, Arkansas. And then also joining us here for the next couple of minutes is uh, going to be uh, a friend of the show, and that is Doyle Webb, who was at the uh, first town hall last night. And I, I just want to make this statement, all right? This show has always been about content and getting out the information that needs to be gotten out about different issues that are going on and things of that nature. And content is still king uh, at 101.1 FM, uh, the answer. How you doing there, uh, uh, Doyle? Are things going well with you? Did you find it a little hard to get up here on a, uh, on a, a Friday morning? Hey, Dave, it's always a pleasure to be on your show, and it's never hard to get up after I've had a cup of coffee. Oh, okay. uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, the forum last night was tremendous. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, I've been campaigning for a year now for lieutenant governor, and that's the first opportunity that we've really had a forum where we would have debate and we could come back on an opponent that would say something about any one of us that was untrue. I thought it was a great opportunity. Uh, those who listened and those who attended know the candidates better than they'll ever know them uh, just by reading a snippet in the newspaper. But like, compliments to you. Compliments like, to you. I got to, Well, compliments to the station because I've wanted to do this, literally. And you know how, you know, integral, I yeah. believe, content is. I've been wanting to do this for 20 years. And Salem Radio, I'll say about my boss, my bosses, I will say this. They decided, yeah, let's do this. It sounds like a great idea. Let's make this happen. And I thought it was an unmitigated success. I did, too. I I wish we had them all over the state. And let me say compliments to uh, your bosses, compliments to 101.1. I was energized afterwards. I, you know, I'm I'm normally ready to go to bed at ten o'clock. Well, Lord, I was fired <laughs> up. To, you know, uh, it, it was great. Uh, you know, I, I I enjoyed the give and take. I enjoyed getting to call one of my opponents that uh, he lives in an alternate reality. Okay, because his facts are different from everybody else's facts. He doesn't realize how much progress we have made in Arkansas in becoming a conservative Republican state. And yes, there's a lot of work yet to be done, but you can't deny being the, the number one uh, pro-life state in the nation, the largest tax reduction in our uh, state's history, and the fact that we're starting to strongly protect God-given constitutional rights of people in Arkansas. So uh, I think he ought to be running for dog catcher in Pulaski <laughs> County, and that might be too high, okay? All right, let gotcha. Me, let me say this. I, I want to compliment your two guests, two, two really fine attorneys, and uh, I appreciate their work. I'm a graduate of what was then called the UALR School of Law, now Bowen, but I'm proud of Bowen's success as well. well it's, always, it's doing great. And, 
It is. It's yeah, doing great. In, in your FOIA uh, remarks, and uh, it was a hallmark of Governor Rockefeller, and I think it's always important that we have open and transparent government. Now, bottom line about all of this last night was that we found out who knew what a lieutenant governor position is, and we learned from a lot of people what they didn't even understand what the lieutenant governor does. Well, you're right, and, and as you know, I have served in that office for 1,500 days when with Lieutenant Governor Wynn Rockefeller. I understand what that office can do, what it, what it's, uh, what it shouldn't do, uh, that it cannot change the world, that it cannot issue an edict to uh, uh, cure leprosy. You know, the, uh, they were all over the place. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's it, it's in a it's a unique position, an executive position, uh, sitting in a legislative body, and you're there to help people and to move the agenda along where it conforms to the platform of the Republican Party. Well, do- I appreciate that, Doyle. I'm going to let you go, and I, I just okay. want I wanted to thank you for taking part in last night. And by the way, I told all the candidates if they wanted to call in, they could today. And we take a few minutes and let them say a few words. Uh, you and uh, four other people were on that stage. There was a glaring person that was missing off that stage. And the attorney general, Leslie Rutledge, I don't know exactly why, but uh, from what I've heard, she's decided that she doesn't really want to talk uh, to the voters uh, of this state in in those types of uh, yeah, those types of uh, situations. So um, make your decision that way. I'm just saying that that was her 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 shot, not mine. I understand, and I appreciate you, Dave. Uh, anyone that wants to know my positions, they can go to webforarkansas.com, or they can call me at five zero one six nine zero nine three two two. I'm transparent and available to the public. I All appreciate right. you. Yeah, he really Thanks. is. He's the invisible man. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's transparent. With my height. With my height. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stand up, Doyle. Look at me, okay? That's a that's a running joke. Stand up, Web. All right. Thanks so Thank much, you. Doyle. Thank we appreciate you brother thank you very much here on the dave ellswick show he did a good job last night he really did he did a good job i thought raper did a good job I thought joseph woods did a good job i thought greg bledsoe did a good job and chris uh uh beckett he was the most aggressive person on the stage man i'm just telling you he was he was aggressive but uh he was good i mean when you don't have a lot of name recognition that's kind of the way you got to do it by the way you were asking me robert uh, Sunday night, 6 p.m. at Agape, is the uh, night of uh, of Israel, the salute to the state of Israel. And uh, I think uh, Sarah is going to be there. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be speaking. She will not be doing a, a, a stump speech. She's going to be talking about Israel uh, that night. She has been there. She spent time there. And uh, she'll be talking about Israel as as well. That starts at 6 p.m. That will be in the uh, the big building on the hill there at Agape uh, so that uh, they can get the thousands of people that are going to attend. It's absolutely free, no cost. So uh, I'll be there for sure. I, I ran into Buddy last night, and I told him I'll be there. They said they had a seat for me up down front over on the right-hand side or left-hand side, one or the other. 
I'm, I'll have a problem if they say it's on the left-hand side, but I, I always expect to sit to the right, but that's okay. So uh, <laughs> I, I hope to see both of you there. Well, Dave, I, I'm good. only learning about it now, and I'm very excited to hear about this. As you know, uh, my parents were Israeli. My mother was born in Israel. My father fought in the War of Independence. Who can say they had a father that fought in any War of Independence? That's right? so most cool. Countries, right? Isn't that remarkable? Uh, and <clears throat> I, I remember telling my uncle, uh, who uh, fought in the 67 War and the 73 War, uh, I think I've had a relative who has fought in every war uh, in Israel, in fact. That's amazing. Uh, and and uh, my, my uncle was one of the first to liberate Jerusalem. Uh, and I told him that my father fought in the War of Independence. And I actually said it modestly. I said, well, I'm not sure he was on the front line, albeit the, the back line was about eight feet behind the front line, just so you know. <laughs> That's and true. My, my uncle pointed out to me, he goes, um, yeah, there really wasn't much of a back line there. If your father was in the war, he contributed to the freedom and the existence of the state of Israel. And, of course, that's my uncle who helped liberate. I, I think quite literally he was within the first 50 people to liberate Jerusalem. Wow. You remember, in 48, Israel had, was given a part of Jerusalem. It was a common city for the Arabs, for the Jews, for the Christians, for everybody. And the Arabs attacked, and you couldn't go there if you were a Jew from 48 to 67. And Israel liberated it and made that city free again for everyone, for everyone. And to this day, anyone can travel to, the, to uh, Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, now because of that. You know, what's amazing, and, and a lot of people don't know this, and it's why I got an Israeli flag that flies uh, in, in my uh, studio, is uh, number one, they're God's people. That's God's land. That's not my land. That's not anybody's land. That's God's land. He said it, he proclaimed it, and that's important for everybody to understand. But last but not least, they didn't start any of those wars. Those wars were all perpetrated on them uh, in sneak attacks in many cases. They knew they were going to fight at the very beginning. They knew that the, the Arabs were going to be that way. But uh, the 67 and the 70th war, uh, you know, they just decided to attack them. The Arabs thought they... Nasser and all those people thought they could win, and they found out real fast that that wasn't the case. Right. It wasn't the case. By the, by the way, I think, go, ahead, go ahead. No, you finish up, Chris. Well, that, that night, it's going to be Sunday night. I, I think you said I looked on the Facebook. Yes, yeah, Sunday I, I night, 6 p.m. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you'll want, you'll want to be there. It's, going to, it's a great night. Uh, uh, know that, you know, the Church of Agape is a little charismatic. Uh, we'll sing some songs at the beginning, but, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what Robert's going to get excited because they're gonna, we're going to be singing stuff in Hebrew, Robert. Wonderful. Yeah. I'll sing along. You'll get along. You'll, you'll get, you'll get it. Now for us who just speak English, they've got the English words up on the screen too. So, uh, you, you'll be able to see those as well, but it's, it's a great night. It really, really is a great night night all right let's get our break in and we'll come back and uh, let's pick up and talk a little bit about this all these lies uh that the biden administration saying about why oil prices are so high it's just incredible the, the, this man lies like a rug he really does okay i'll break and then we'll be back with more here on the dave ellswick show don't forget about pat davis pat was there last night you know he was one of the sponsors that made it possible 
and it was great to see him there. I interviewed, uh, I interviewed him. I inv- I invited him there, and I introduced him uh, to to, to uh, Greg uh, Bloodsell uh, to talk to him about insurance and, and and medical health care and things of that nature. But Pat will save you money on your health insurance, thirty to fifty percent. He can save you. That's a lot of money. You know, we're talking about driving across town, save 10 cents a gallon on fuel, save hundreds of dollars a month on your health insurance. Just talk to Pat Davis about it. If we're talking about saving money, he can save you money. Not only save you money, but he can do it with any provider in the nation. He can make it so you have no co-pays. You know, you go see your doctor and you pay him 50, 75, 100, $125 just to see him. Uh-uh. You won't be doing that any longer. And then uh, those deductibles, the ones that are like, yeah, we'll give you this really, really good health insurance plan uh, that will only run you about $400 a month, but you got a $10,000 deductible you got to meet first before it even kicks in. Well, he's got deductible busters that he'd like to talk to you about. All you have to do is call him, 501 605 6935 or go to his web uh, site and talk to him at yourhealthplanman.com all right let me tell you i just got confirmation on this on uh, april uh, april march 31st which is the last day of this month my special guest from 7 until 8 a.m will be doc washburn so he will be in studio and he and I will carry on an hour conversation that uh, you can listen to. So mark it on your calendar, Doc Washburn, coming up on the 31st. That's Dave, it. I've got a question yeah. Go ahead. on that. Now, uh, Doc and you were friendly rivals being on competing radio stations right. in the past. And I'm wondering if he comes on your show, you know, is that like when antimatter meets matter? Like, is that, you know, or time travel? You remember time cop? You couldn't actually come into contact with your previous self because then the world would explode. I know. So I'm just wondering if there's a similar notion here. I don't know. I have no. We'll find out. <laughs> Indeed. Be, he's going to be in here and we're going to be talking. So it's going to be a great. Uh, a great hour, I'm sure, of radio right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 100%. Just go out. This is what I always tell people. They say, well, well, why don't you have this person or that person on? And I said, I invite them. It's up to them to accept or not. All right. Indeed. I, I let them in. I, you know, when the governor wants to come on, I let the governor come on. You know, he's the governor, for goodness sakes. Come on. I mean, maybe you don't agree with everything he does. Maybe you don't agree with anything he does. But the bottom line, you're going to hear what he has to say on this show. A lot of people say, well, you're getting much to establishment. I'm not establishment. What I am is I'm content driven. I get the people on that can answer the questions. A lot of times, all you got to do is ask them, like for our town halls, go to town hall at salemlr.com and send your question uh, to that site uh, for the next uh, town hall, which is going to be about the attorney general position, and ask uh, questions about what the people that will be up on stage think about the attorney general position, ask about, I don't know, uh, Bills that have been uh, passed ask about what can the attorney general do to stop 
federal government overreach, all of those things. You got to ask the questions. What is it you want to know? If you could sit down across from them and ask them a question, what would it be? That's what I'm all into this for, just for for your information. All right, five minutes left. Let me get with you and uh, get with our guests real quick. Biden is trying to say that all of the increase in gas prices is because of Putin. That is a flat out lie. That is the gas prices were going up because this president said when he was running for president that he wanted to get rid of fossil fuels completely. So with with that, your thoughts, guys, about uh, what he's saying. Let's start with you, Chris. Like I said before, you're not going to get rid of fossil fuels. Are you going to shut down jet travel? No. Are you going to shut down the helicopters? No. It's outrageous that they, that they're pushing this green energy thing. Um, yeah, we do want some improvements. Yeah, we want to get more gas mileage. Yeah, we can do it, but I got to put my engineering cap on. It's not going to happen, Dave. <laughs> the electrical grid. Do you want to charge your car or turn on your stove? Do you want to charge your car or do you want to turn on your heat or air? It's just not going to happen for years. I agree. Elon Musk told him that. He po- have, you, have you seen the tweets he's been posting? Uh, Elon's on it, man. I mean, he's a smart guy. Yes, he and is. Yeah, his, his cars are fantastic. I think it's great. I think the electric cars are great. Don't get me wrong. Electric cars are cool. But guess what? You can't make it to Fayetteville and back. I agree. What are you going to do? My, my buddy that's got one ran out of charge and had to tow his car in the middle <laughs> between Fayetteville and Little Rock. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Really would be. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right, Robert, go ahead. Take off on this. <clears throat> Dave, here's the problem with the false narrative, the fake news coming from the Biden administration. Uh, were not gas prices going up prior to the Russian invasion? Of course. So there's your answer. And, of course, you cut off the uh, the pipeline that was going to travel through the United States, people say, well, that was Canadian oil. Yes, coming to the United States. To be processed. (laughs) Right, to be processed. You don't think that we would have greater access to that? They want to take it after processing and ship it to Europe? It's more expensive to ship it to Europe than it is to sell it in the United States. So, of course, it would increase the supply of, of gasoline readily available to Americans. The problem is that the left has their priorities backwards. And what the result is, is insecurity for Americans. And now we have this doddering old fool walking around the White House uh, looking for his oatmeal and, and opposing <laughs> Poland, giving over Russian jets to the Ukraine. Really? Really? This guy, Biden, that is makes Chamberlain look like a bold leader. That's, an that's no kidding. That is no kidding. You are absolutely correct. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google Chamberlain, and uh, you can find all out all about what yeah. he what he, he did with Adolf with Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Peace in our time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's his famous statement. Peace in our time. Guys, we're out of time. Thanks so much for being with me. We'll do this again next Friday. Uh, Robert Steinbach, who is a law professor at the Bowen School of Law, 
And now that we've gotten a little ways down here where we're getting rid of COVID, uh, I hope to have you both in the studio in the near future. Chris Corbett is here uh, with us by phone, too, practicing attorney in, in Conway. Thanks for being with me, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Get ready. All right. Coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour, we'll have Matt Smith. We'll talk movies right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. What are you going to do this weekend? I know what I'm going to do. Probably sleep. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. And again, thanks to everybody who came out last night uh, for the town hall over at Agape Family Life Center. Thanks to the candidates for coming out. Uh, we did have one candidate who didn't show up. But uh, we uh, we thank everybody else who came out. And uh, Leslie Rutledge didn't show up. I wish she would have. Leslie's a friend of mine. I, I think she made a terrible mistake by not being there uh, last night and being up there on stage answering questions with the rest of the candidates. It was a great night. It was a fun night. There was a lot more fireworks than I was expecting and that the crowd was expecting. And they they got into it. Lots of applause at times coming up from uh, answers that were given. And uh, Alan Kerr did a fantastic job asking the questions. And our next one will be on April 7th. We hope that you'll be there for that. The first one's in the bag now, so you know how much fun it's going to be. Buy your ticket right now, 1011fmtheanswer.com. Click on the link to the town hall. The next town hall will feature the attorney general uh candidates and there's a lot of questions to be asked for those candidates so uh make sure you send your question to me that's to townhall at salemlr.com here on the the dave ellswick show we appreciate everybody who took part everybody who made it possible all of the people here at this station that made it possible uh because it wasn't a dave ellswick production all right it was a Dave Ellswick idea. It's been my idea for 20 years. But uh, a lot of people wouldn't get behind it. Salem did. Very, very positive uh, event last night. And I was just talking to some people. People were texting me and said the Twitter sphere was on fire last night while it was going on. Well, that's great. I'm hoping that we can get people talking about this stuff. That's, that's the way it's supposed to work. All right. Matt Smith joins us. And uh, he takes part in the Twitter sphere every once in a while. He's on my Instagram. Are those your cars that you pushed up the other day? Yeah. Are they really? You got a you got a Maserati, and you, you man, that's a, those are unbelievable, dude. Oh, appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, They're gorgeous, yeah. absolutely. It's a Maserati that's the yellow one, right? Lamborghini. Lamborghini. <laughs> love it uh, can you you can't you can't drive them around little rock right now because of the potholes right uh, yeah. well, I, I can't ever drive them around little rock to be honest. Hey. I'm, just, I'm just saying you hit some of the potholes around here to, uh, your your quarter panel is going to be buried down in there somewhere anyway let, i'll move away from your cars just if we're, talk, well, if we're talking cars, if we're talking cars, yes. PettitRacing.com, PettitRacing.com, and buy you some parts, P-E-T-T-I-T-R-A-C-I-N-G.com, www.PettitRacing.com, buy you some parts, okay. turbos, motors, okay, wow. rims, okay, anything you might possibly need, you can get an engine, PettitRacing.com. 
Okay, moving on to movies now. Now, before you go to movies, though, let me just tell a story about you. When you used to be over at Market Street, you would come driving up in some of those really kind of flamboyant cars. And I, I always saw you come up and it was like, this dude is like one of the most conservative capitalists I know. And he's got beautiful cars to prove it. <laughs> it was great ah. stuff. It was good stuff. It really was. All right. So uh, Batman is cleaning up at the box office, sir. Batman is there. Uh, open to $130 million last weekend. Just a huge, strong performance. Uh, it was the second best weekend uh, since... Um, uh, no, <clears throat> October of 2019. Wow. Uh, a huge, huge opening picture. Uh, of course, number one opener since then was Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Batman's number two at $130 million. Uh, It had the uh, uh, third best Monday uh, that we've had in the past two years. Of course, Spider-Man had a better Monday because it was the Christmas holidays. And uh, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, had a strong Monday because that was Labor Day. <clears throat> but uh, Monday wasn't a holiday. Schools were not out, and Batman stood in there very strong. Um, it's going to go number one again this weekend at the box office. It'll also be number one the weekend of 318. Uh, it has really no competition at the box office until uh, March the 25th when Lost City comes out. Yeah, Batman's huge movie. People love it. Uh, it's been done very well. Uh, just, just a strong motion picture. And, you know, it's another example of just, uh, you know, movies are back. People want to go to the movies. They just need to release the motion pictures and people will attend the cinema. People want to get out of the house and have a good time. All right. Well, let's talk about next weekend because I'm going to tell you what lost city going to do big box office. Yeah, there's some cool stuff coming up. Um, you know, we've got, uh, on the 18th, we've got this movie called The Outfit that'll play at Riverdale 10, riverdale10.com. Go check that out. That's coming up on the 18th. Uh, tickets are already on sale. Uh, and then also on the 18th, there's a movie that you'll love. It's called X. And I've it heard about Area, it. It is from Area 24 releasing. The title of the film is X. The rating of the film is R. Uh, the film is set in the 1970s, uh, back uh, in what people have called the the golden age of of uh, porn movies. You know, yeah. And so this this is kind of a a a, um, a take on that. Uh, in like 1973, uh, this group goes out to a rural farm and they rent a farmhouse there to shoot a pornographic film. And as they begin shooting. The uh, old married couple that own the farm <laughs> figure out what they're doing and start killing them. <laughs> yeah, it's a slasher movie. That sounds interesting. It is. It is. It is a throwback to you know your your seventies style Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of Gonzo filmmaking. Yep. Um, and, and and it's just it is it is such a um, different take on that genre. And I know you like horror films. I do. Uh, you, you, you will you will want to see that. Um, just you know the music, the clothing. The it's 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 a nineteen seventy three period piece in a lot of ways. And, yeah, and, let and me just uh, let me just tell everybody. I was twenty years old in nineteen seventy three, so yeah. th this is going to resonate with me. 
Yes, and people are going to turn out for that. That's out on the 18th, and that'll play at all locations. You can see it in Baseball, Cersei, Cabot, Hot Springs, and, of course, at the Riverdale 10 in Little Rock. And then just at Riverdale 10 on the 18th, we'll have the Outfit, which is a, a, a cool take on uh, uh, kind of a kind of a noir crime drama there. That's coming up on the 18th as well. And then, of course, the movie you mentioned on the 25th, Lost City, Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock. That looks it's good. A, uh, it, it reminds me of Romance with Stone. Yes, a cool absolutely. Um, yeah, a little action-y rom-com. People are going to come out for that on the 25th. And then we've got... Um, We've got a movie called Infinite Storm on the 25th that is Riverdale only. Riverdale10.com, Naomi Watts stars in that. That'll be Riverdale 10 only on the 25th. So some stuff coming up. But, you know, Batman is, if I might say, going to be King Kong for the next couple of weeks. It's, it's tremendous. I mean, you saw it. You know how good it is. Oh, it's good. I like how they end the picture. Yeah. I, you know, how the and it's just it's just a great movie all the way around. I can't talk about the end of the movie. I have talked to you off air about it because I'd be giving something away if I, if I talked about it, but uh, I got, I got a interesting take on that, that I'd like to share with you and see what you think about it. But uh, I has, has uh, the the folks come out and Warner brothers and said, they've already greenlit uh, the second one. I mean, they are they are buried in product, transitioning back to the theatrical exclusives. They moved some dates around on some movies they've got coming up, like the second Aquaman and um, Flash, the new Flash movie. They've kind of moved that stuff around, uh, and that's kind of been the discussion. But absolutely, they'll make a sequel to this thing. It's a big hit. People are loving it. You know they're going to make another one. Um, no doubt about it. You know, as soon as they can get that in the pipeline, that's right. out there. I'm here. I'm here I mean, in five years. I'm just telling them, no longer than two. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it depends. I mean, you know, they've got commitments and thing, and you know, got to get the actors and the director back, things like that. But right. you know, if you look, if you look around at what we've got coming up, I mean, just um, you know, hey, the um, the month of April. I mean, what a what a lineup of motion pictures. I don't remember uh, an April being. Uh, this strong, uh, it's strong. There's no doubt about like it. In April, you know, yeah, I've, I've never seen a lineup like this in April. Here's never the have. key: it's strong, but you'll have every one of those movies on one of your screens in one of the cities at least that uh, shows movies for the VIP uh, cinemas. Whether it's Hot Springs, whether it's uh, Little Rock, Cabot, Searcy, or Batesville. Riverdale10.com, check out what we're doing there. You can you can go, you can go there and, and click other theaters. But of course we're serving full food menu at all locations. Uh, we have beer and wine in Cabot, Little Rock, and Hot Springs, and of course all reserved seating, uh, luxury leather electric recliners with tables uh, and reserved seating, every chair in every room in every building. Um, it's crazy what's coming up. Morbius on uh, April first from Sony, part of that Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, April 8th, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 from Paramount. It's going to be a huge movie for families. Ambulance with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is out April the 8th from Universal Pictures. Of course, uh, April the 15th, Warner Brothers drops The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, that's going to be Harry, big, too. Harry Potter Universe. Harry Potter Universe is going to be a great film. Uh, and then uh, Father Stu. From Sony, April 15th, with Mark Wahlberg. True story, great drama, right in there uh, uh, in time for Easter. Uh, the Northman, 
from uh, Focus Features is April 22nd. That, that's uh, Alexander Skarsgård, man. That's Eric from True Blood headlining great, that movie. Yeah, a great Viking action picture, no doubt about it. And The Bad Guys, an animated feature for kids, PG, um, coming up on April the 22nd. Uh, and that's also going to be uh, in 3D. Uh, just a great animated feature, good for the kids, good for the whole family. Uh, my four-year-old and my nine-year-old will be checking out the bad guys April twenty-second. PG, great movie. Should be should be fun. You got uh, two at the right age to tell us which kids' movies uh, are going to be the best movie. Hey, in April, want to remind everybody about our classic movie in April. It's going to be the Passion. That that's coming up and. I, I believe it is on the week of Good Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, keep that in mind. It It is a superlative movie. It's a great motion picture. A little hard to take sometimes when you, you see exactly what Christ went through at the hands of the Romans. But uh, it is a great motion picture to get you ready for the Easter holiday, no doubt. It's so. Tuesday, August 12th. Tickets are only $5.00. And they're on sale now at Riverdale10.com. Yeah, get them. Uh, yes. In fact, you can go to the website now, and you can buy your advanced tickets for the outfit. Uh, that actually starts on March 17th. Of course, the film X that we just talked about, that starts Thursday, March 17th. Uh, Lost City, we just talked about that. That is Thursday the 24th. Infinite Storm with uh, Natalie. Uh, also, I'm sorry, Naomi Watts also on March 24th. Those are already on sale at Riverdale10.com. And then for classic movies, April, Passion of the Christ, Tuesday, April 12th, 7 p.m. Tickets just $5. Those tickets are on sale. Looking forward a little bit, May 10th, we have Cool Hand Loot with Paul Newman. Uh, those tickets are just $5. They're on sale. And on July 12th, Wizard of Oz, also just $5 tickets. They're on sale. Go to Riverdale10.com and click Coming Soon. All Be right. sure to check that out. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up with Matt Smith, as we always do on a Friday. Great way to always end the Dave Ellswick show for a week is with Matt Smith. The uh, the film He's not a filmmaker. He's a film shower. But let me tell you what, his theaters are some of the best theaters you can go to and have a movie experience uh, worth your time. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Stay with us. Don't forget about P.I. Roofing. P.I. Roofing, we had Joel Johnson on yesterday. I think that he made his case of why P.I. Roofing is the best and why Dave Ellswick uses P.I. Roofing uh, to put on roofs, why Matt Smith used P.I. Roofing to work on some of his theaters. It's always important to have somebody who's professional and knows what they're doing, and that's P.I. Roofing. 707-3551 is their phone number. Visit them at piroofing.com. All right, back with you. Matt Smith is my special guest. He's the owner of the uh, VIP Cinema in Hot Springs, Cabot, Searcy, and, of course, Batesville. He is also the owner of Riverdale 10 on uh, Cantrell Hill, uh, right here in Little Rock. Let me just name four movies for you that I'm really looking forward to, Matt, and then you take off on them, all right? Let's start in April. I'm looking forward to Mortibus. That's coming out I'm because uh, I'm a big Jar- Jared Leto fan. I think he's a fine actor. He'll make that movie a special movie. 
I'm looking forward to Top Gun 2 uh, about Maverick. I'm looking forward to that. That's coming out in May. I'm looking in September uh, for Mission Impossible 7. And then in December, Avatar 2. Been a long time waiting uh, for James Cameron again. But uh, that movie is going to be a fun one as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, they originally pegged Morbius to open to about $60 million. Yes. Uh, but when you look at what Spider-Man has done and you look at the Batman numbers, I think that's a low estimate. I think as we get closer to that film, they're going to bump that up. That's going to be more popular than people expect. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, May 27th, is going to be huge. People have been waiting on that movie for two years. Yep. Um, that is going to be a spectacle. That is going to be massive box office. People are coming to see that. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Missing Impossible, you know, I believe that's going to move into 2023. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, I, I believe they're going to do that. I mean, if you if you look, you know, you know, I get this calendar of everything that's supposed to open every Friday, uh, you know, from now through the end of the year. Uh, it's impossible for that to happen. Uh, there are so many tremendous, huge, awesome blockbuster movies out there. They've got to move these. They've got to move these films. Um, they've got to move some of them back because there's so many films lined up, so many films in a can, so many films ready to roll. They're going to need screens. They're going to need seats for those films. Uh, so I think I think Mission Impossible will move to 2023. I really do. Um, but, yeah, Avatar. Avatar is still dated there. He's got, you know, three of those coming. That's going to be the first one. Um, just a lineup when you look at, at what's out there, you know, what's coming. I mean, we just talked about April. Uh, I can't believe all those films are in April. Kind of kind of hard to believe. Um, when you get into May, I mean, you've got, um, you know, four movies there that, that look tremendous. You know, you have uh, the new Doctor Strange movie, May the 6th. Yeah, forgot about that. Yes, that's on May the 6th. Of course, you know, you talked about Top Gun, which is May 27th. But in mid-May, you've got a couple of films in between those huge blockbusters. That that new Downton Abbey film will be popular. The first yes, it will. A lot of business. Nice counter-programming there for an older audience. And they've got a film from, again, from Warner Brothers called DC Pets, animated feature. Uh, so you open, you open the month of May, May 6th, with that huge blockbuster, Doctor Strange. Then you've got Downton Abbey and DC Pets the next couple of weeks. Nice counter-programming, a straight-up kids film and a great film for, for the older audience. And then May 27th, you come in there with, you know, Top Gun Maverick. So May has a tremendous lineup of films. Uh, the rest of the year does. So some of those will have to move around. I just don't see how you can, how you can get it done. There's not enough screens and enough seats for the demand. Uh, it's going to be amazing. I, I was just looking here at Mission Impossible 7. Rebecca Ferguson is back as uh, Elsa Faust. Haley Atwell is coming ab- onto the franchise. She's fantastic. She's going to play great. She Captain America's girlfriend. I mean, she's coming over now to Mission Impossible. Vanessa Kirby, Simon Pegg, Ving Rams. Uh, you've got Carrie U. Uh, U.S. I mean, there, there's that's a great cast, dude. That's an amazing oh, yeah, yeah. cast. Yes, but you know when you're talking about you know looking at the rest of the rest of the year, I mean there's a new Minions movie July first. Yeah, that'll be fun. Got a new Buzz Lightyear movie coming up. That looks interesting. 
because that's new. That's new technology animation, and it looks really good. And if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris Evans is doing Buzz's voice. Yes, I mean, it's going to be a huge, huge film. And, you know, when you're talking about, what were you talking about, Top Gun Maverick, that thing will play all summer. I mean, it's going to open Memorial Day weekend. It'll play through June, through July, through August. When public school starts back in August, Top Gun will still be on the screen. So, you know, these, these, um, you know, these movies uh, that are stuck out there have to move around. They just have to. And I think, I think Paramount, being the way that they are, understands and protects their intellectual property. Uh, and they'll they'll move they'll move Mission Impossible. Like I said, you know they've waited two years to release Maverick Top Gun. All yeah. right, what's the big one we'll again? Move. What's the big one coming up uh, next week again? Well, we'll have we'll have the horror film X from Area Twenty Four and The Outfit. Both start on the eighteenth, and then on the course on the twenty fifth, we'll have Infinite Storm with Naomi Watts and that big hit motion picture Brad Pitt. Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock in Lost City. Tickets for all of those are on sale now. I'll tell you what, I want Naomi Watts to have another big hit. She's a great actress. She really is. But she's been ha- storm. She's having a hard time finding gigs now because she's getting older. And you know what they do with ah. older female actors in many cases? They cannot do that to Naomi Watts because she's so good. Thanks uh, so much, uh, of course. Hey, uh, we you appreciate you. That, but- Hey, brother, you say that, but Meryl Streep still gets jobs. That, well, that's that true. That's, that's true, but she's the outliner. I'm just telling you. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you, Matt. And uh, get, get out to see a movie. Go see Batman this weekend. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's fun. It is not for young kids, though. Again, let me repeat. It's not for young kids. It's not It's not Biff Powell Bang kind of stuff, all right? It's a serious look at the psychological condition of Batman. It's very, very good. It's excellent. In fact, I gave it an A+. All right. You have a good weekend. I'm going to rest up a little bit this weekend. On uh, Monday, the power panel will be back. We'll get it underway at 6 a.m. Hope you're here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.